Let's do this. This is Becky with A Better Way to Homeschool. You are listening to episode one of our walking and chatting about homeschool podcast. I'm super excited about this. What can you expect? Number one, these podcasts are going to be unedited, informal, and sometimes interrupted by sounds of things like cars or barking dogs because I am literally outside walking and I live in a place that can be windy or rainy and there are a few barking dogs along the way. So number one, this is real. This is raw. This is unedited. My heart is to number one, get back in shape. Oh my goodness. Ever since COVID, I've gotten so immobile that I've put on some extra weight, which if you follow me on YouTube, you can actually see the difference between me a few years ago and me now. But I'm in a, in a place now where I can actually do something about it. And I thought, how can I use this time where I can also invest in you? And so I've whipped out my phone, have a podcast app called Anchor, which I am excited to use and learn to use. And I'd love to use this time to share one nugget at a time with you about homeschool. Sound good? Now I am out of shape, so forgive me if I sound winded, but that was one of those surprising things that happened over the last few years of homeschooling as my kids got older. So if you don't know, my husband and I have five sons. We've been homeschooling over 25 years and we currently have two sons left in our nest. One just graduated with his Associates of Science degree and the youngest is working on his senior year of high school and finishing his Associates degree at the same time. Now we are very relaxed homeschoolers until our kids hit high school, the last couple years of high school where they take college courses and rigorous academics only because that makes the most sense for them. And I found myself more and more at home and more and more sedentary, not because I needed to sit with them as much, but I needed to be close by just in case, just in case they got stuck on something, just in case they needed to run an idea by me, just in case they needed some editing or some coaching. And I found myself getting less and less in shape until suddenly I didn't recognize myself anymore. And so now I'm taking advice from one of my sweet homeschool Olympian moms. Oh my goodness. She was sharing that she started micro habits. And this is the lesson for this podcast, a micro habit. What is a micro habit? It is a teeny tiny step that you do over and over and until it becomes a daily habit. She was sharing with me on one of our coaching calls that she too needed to start exercising, but the thought of putting on her sneakers and going for a five mile walk or a run was overwhelming. So she decided to break it into a very small doable step. So for a week, Her entire goal was simply to put on her sneakers and put in her headphones. That's it. 
She didn't even exercise. She just would put on her sneakers and put on her headphones. And I thought, okay, this is exactly what we homeschool moms need, homeschool dads need. Micro habits, you know, the course of homeschooling can be so overwhelming, just like going from being out of shape to being fit as a fiddle again can be overwhelming. And sometimes we will say to ourselves, I need to get in shape, so therefore I'm going to walk five miles a day. Well, that's unachievable for most of us to jump from the sofa to a five-mile walk. But the lesson from my friend Araceli is that we can get up and put on our sneakers and we can get up and put on our headphones. And so today, I want to encourage you to find an area in your life that you would like to work on. It could be homeschool, the academic stuff. It could be cooking or cleaning or like me, exercise. I want you to look at it and I want you to think, what is a micro step, a baby step, a micro habit that I can start weaving in to my life today? For me, it's a bigger micro step, but it is just getting out and going for a walk. Right as I left the house, I was looking at one of my sons and I said, oh, I don't want to go for a walk. (laughs) He's like, what? I said, I really don't want to go for a walk today, which if you know me is ridiculous to hear me say because I am a walker. I love walking. And yet I was thinking, I don't really want to spend the next hour out by myself walking in the potential rain. And all I could think of was all the reasons why it wasn't a good idea. And he didn't even blink. He's like, mom, enjoy your walk. And I said, you know, eventually I will click past the, I don't want to do this. And I will sink back into, oh, I remember this is wonderful. So I want to encourage you, find a micro step, find a baby step that helps you move towards your goal and then start tomorrow, start doing it. Maybe it's as simple as putting on your sneakers and popping in your headphones, but do it. And I would love to hear what your micro step is. So you can reach me at a better way to homeschool at gmail.com in the subject line, put my micro step and I'd love to encourage you on your journey. Hey, it's Becky with A Better Way to Homeschool. Welcome to episode two. Today I want to talk about impromptu learning moments that turn into deep dive learning. We live in western Washington and yesterday we were looking for something to do. The boys didn't have school, they didn't have work, they didn't have school work to do and we thought, okay, this is a great day for an adventure. So there's an island nearby that requires us that we get on a ferry. So we got in line and we waited and we got on the ferry to this place called Vashon Island. And it cost us $40, $40. We thought, oh my goodness, this island better have some amazing 
adventure strapped to it because that's an expensive car ride. One of the kids joked and said, it's kind of like the movie theaters where you pay $20 a ticket to take a nap. <laughs> so, so we drove around this little island. We chose it because one of our kids is a rower and there is a rowing club on Vashon Island. Actually, one of the national champions that he's been getting some coaching for from is actually from this place, Vashon. And so we pull on the island and we check the ferry schedule because we want to make sure we can get back off this island by the end of the day. And we realize that we don't have tons of time. So I look up things to see on Vashon Island. And if you do that, you will see that there is a little lighthouse. And I said, hey, can we go see the lighthouse? And all the boys said, sure. So we drive a few minutes down the road and pull up to a park that the, the sign says lighthouse, but there is no lighthouse in sight. And I thought, oh Lord. But I could tell there was a trail and we needed to walk down this trail to see the lighthouse. So I convinced everybody to get out of the car. <laughs> it's tricky when it's 40 degrees outside and chilly and a little bit drizzly to convince people that are comfortable in their seats to get up just to go look at a lighthouse. But there we were. Now, the first part of the adventure was life and death for me because I have a double hand injury that I've been dealing with for a few years now. And we had to walk down a very steep, slick hill. And so <laughs> I was slipping and sliding in that mud and everybody's trying to help me and teaching me what to do if I fall. It was humiliating. But we eventually make it down to the beach and there's the lighthouse. It's beautiful. And the boys convinced me to walk over all of the driftwood to get to the actual sand. And we're standing on the sand and it's gorgeous. And we're just breathing in the fresh ocean air, not regretting risking life and limb going down that slick hill. And way off to the left, I see this little sign. You know, one of those wildlife signs that they have at the oceans sometimes. And I said, can we, can I go read the sign? So sure, there we go. We start trotting over to where the sign is. And there on the beach is a woman with a, a camera with a really big lens. And so we walk, as we're getting ready to walk by, I said, what are you taking pictures of? And she, with a huge grin on her face, said, orcas. I'm like, what? I've never seen an orca in the wild before. She, and then began, at that moment, began the rest of our day. Oh, it was stunning. Well, no, we did not see the orcas, so I'll just circle there. However, we spent about an hour and a half to two hours on the beach talking to Teresa, my new best friend who is a stranger who I will never see again. It was her birthday, and she had just moved to Vashon Island. And there she was with her camera, very fancy camera, with a huge lens. And she is an orca enthusiast. And that day, there was a family of orcas, the T49A1 family pod of orcas. The male is named Noah. And she began to explain all about the orcas to us, gave us 
websites that we could go to, Facebook groups that we could join, so that we too can in enter this world of observing these incredible creatures from the safety of the shore. And there began this whole new homeschooling, deep diving study on orcas. And homeschool can be like this. It looks like you're just out and about going for a family drive, spending too much money on a ferry, trying to figure out how are we going to make this worth it. Then you're walking on the beach and you have a conversation with a stranger that turns into this magical teaching moment. We left that beach so enriched. I loved that Teresa shared all of her all of her love for orcas and seals and wildlife. But not just that. She shared how she counted it a blessing just to stand on the shore, just to chat with the people as they're walking by, just for the hope of being able to just catch a glimpse of their triangle fin out of the water. And she said to us, it does not matter if I see the orcas today. What matters is that I came down and I watched and I waited with anticipation of whether or not they would share their magic with me today. And I thought, what a beautiful thing for our boys who were with us to overhear someone else saying that it is the journey that matters. It is the leaning into something for the pure joy of it that matters. It's not the finishing a lesson, even achieving a goal. It's just participating in life. And there we were, riding back on the ferry (laughs) with our healthy snacks of Pringles and Skittles and the boys had cream sodas. And we're sitting on the ferry, dozing and just deeply satisfied, even though we didn't see the orcas, knowing that now we will come home We will look at the Facebook groups. We will deep dive into who is this T49A1 family? Who is Noah? What is a transient orca or a non-resident orca? What is a resident orca? Why do the non-residents go so quiet when they are swimming? Why do the resident orcas use echolocation? What's the difference in what they eat? How do the sounds of the ships and the boats and the watercraft going by, how does that affect them? I was looking at my 19-year-old who we shared with Teresa is pursuing a degree in marine biology because of his love for the ocean. Oh, my friend, if you could have seen the look on his face while he gazed at the water. Oh, that little bit of time was worth more than a $40 ferry trip. It was priceless. It was also super funny to watch our youngest, who is not a marine biologist at heart, who kept jumping in front of the binoculars and poking with and tormenting us as we tried to look for the orcas. 
And he kept saying things like, do I remind you of our dog? Do I remind you of our dog? No, I don't have the patience of a marine biologist. So funny, the difference in our kids. And yet, that day on the beach on Vashon Island was priceless. And my husband and I walked away saying, you know, this is something that we could do together on date days. We can look for where are the orcas and then just go sit or stand on the beach with binoculars and see if we can't see some of these wonders ourselves. So anyway, look around today. You don't necessarily need to go find a $40 ferry, but when you're out and about, have conversations with people around you and be ready to be amazed as they share their passion about a subject with you and then take that passion Watch your, ch- watch your kids. If they have any level of interest, gather as much information as possible so that you can take that to the library and to Netflix, look for documentaries, look for websites, look for resources, and just see where that little time out talking to someone that you'll never again see, see where that will take you in this journey of lifelong learning.